to the Western Oregon University Theater Department podcast. This is Kenzie Moore and Sarah Pitts as your hosts. Today, we will be doing an interview with one of our faculty members, Ted DeChatelet. Ted is a large part of this community here at Western. He is a professional actor, director, teacher, and fight choreographer who has worked extensively in New York and in regional theaters around the country, including Classic Stage Company, The Culture Project, NYC, ACT Seattle, Portland Center Stage, Artist Repertory Theater, and many more. In addition to the stage, Ted has worked in front of the camera in numerous commercials, industrials, and films. Ted has studied with Lynn Hanman in NYC and with the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts in London. He is an associate teacher of Fitzmaurice Boyce Warka and a certified teacher of stage combat with the Society of American Fight Directors. He also co-owns Revenge Arts Stage Combat at revengearts.com and has directed violence for over 40 professional and collegiate productions. Hey Ted, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Kenzie. Awesome. We just have a few questions regarding life as an instructor and how it affects you during these times. Great. So how has the pandemic affected you as a theater instructor versus an actor? Well, the, <laughs> unfortunately, the actor question is easy. It's shut it all down. There's just been so little stuff. It's all, um, so, so the trend in, in, um, especially commercial acting now is to uh, record your audition at home. And so you have these self-recording things and you submit it. And, um, but now uh, the very, the little work that's coming through is not just record your audition at home. It's record the actual commercial at home. So they want to see your whole house set up and they want to know that, that you can, uh, it's it's crazy. So there's only been a handful of auditions, and it's like they want you to record the actual commercial in your own house. Um, until recently, I did get one commercial I shot uh, last month. Um, SAG and After has put out guidelines for in-person filming and what you can do. So so we did actually shoot a commercial on set. Um, it was pretty strict. Uh, they you know did all the the COVID testing and took your temperature, and everybody had to stay far apart and wear the masks and all this stuff. And, and right up until rolling, you had to keep your mask on. And then when they were rolling, you could take your mask off and shoot part of the, the segment. And as soon as they called cut, you had to mask back up and move away. And so it was pretty straight. But yeah. Um, teaching, we all know what teaching online is like. It's, it's a, it's drag. As far as like lecture classes, intro to theater or discussion classes, like play reading, uh, those work okay on that we can get by um the performance classes that are camera centric acting for camera classes uh my audition class worked out okay um but the 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 meat and potato acting one kind of stuff elements of acting um a styles class shakespeare class those are really tough to convert they just are and on that note what method of teaching have you used that is different from teaching in person that it's different um the pedagogy stays the same it's more just the delivery system right um so like in my intro to theater class uh one of the first lectures i do is is something i call anatomy of a theater where i take them around and i show them stage right stage left the house the wings this kind of stuff 
And, and in the before times, we were in Smith 121, which is a theater, and I can just show what this is, right? So this term, what I did was uh, uh, Ray Fennell met me at the stage in Rice, and I filmed that whole sequence. So I did take that whole sequence and just film it and then upload that video onto Moodle, um, which works but it's a drag. Nobody can ask you a question in the middle of the lecture. You have to just watch the whole video. That's boring. So, you know, it's the same information. It's just repackaged differently. Gotcha. So speaking yeah. about that, what advice would you give incoming theater students? Incoming theater students? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the biggest advice I would give them is, hang on, this is temporary. It's not going to be like this the whole time. I guarantee it. And, you know, as this drags on, and it might be another year or two, I mean, who knows, um, we, we are figuring stuff out, like the film project this quarter, right? Last quarter, uh, working on Peter the Starcatcher, as you know, Sarah, that was profoundly disappointing not to get to really do a performance. We were all bummed out. Yeah. So this term, we, we, we said, hey, let's not do a play we can't do let's make a movie we can make and that's i mean i'm super excited i can't wait to do this project this is uncharted waters and tons of fun for me so you know we're even even in the midst of of all the suck uh there are bright spots and and we're going to get back on track as a theater department uh, as soon as we safely can and it's going to get a lot better how did the pandemic affect you emotionally and the outlook on your career for example, were there any thoughts of adding something else to your career path or having an early retirement? <laughs> yeah, that's not an option. I work here. <laughs> I, I can't retire early, please. Um, I, you know, I mean, everybody's mental health suffered. It, that was just just think back to those first few weeks. That was really scary. Every time you left the house, you're kind of like, am I taking my life in my hands? What's going on? We were figuring out the grocery store. I mean, it was it was really scary for all of us. Now that it's dragged on and we've sort of established this new normal, uh, I think what's happened, at least for me, is that level of anxiety has just normalized. It's like, it, it's not really like I'm not any less anxious. It's just I'm used to dealing with this much anxiety. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which is pretty messed up when you think about it. But, um, right, no, that's... So, you know, that's that's impacted my mental health like everyone else. And, and you have to take those things. Like today, uh, uh, my friend and I just said, let's just get out of the house and go for a hike just to get away. Um, and doing things like that just can help reset mentally. What was what else was in there? Oh, like did I ever think about throwing in the towel as yeah, a just adding anything it? different or something um, that wouldn't necessarily be affected by the pandemic as much? Right, that just doesn't apply to my world. Uh, you know, I I can't change my DNA. I'm I'm an actor, so I I got to figure out ways around which I have, I found sort of other creative outlets that, that work that got me through this, you know? Perfect, then um, to the next question, what are some ways you've been able to get involved in theater throughout this pandemic? Well, you can't get involved in theater because it's just not happening. So there are uh, Zoom readings, which, yeah, um, they're not, I, I mean, let's be honest, they're not much fun to watch. They're, they're kind of, 
hard to get engaged with. I mean, the beauty of theater is it's live and it's in the room. You, you can't, that's magic, you know? And anybody yeah. who's done anything live, a sporting event, a concert, a theater performance, opera, when, when it's dance, when it's live and in the room, there is an energy that you can't replicate replicate on on film or video or any or on Zoom or any of that stuff. Um, so, you know, some friends of mine uh, adapted a, a good buddy of mine adapted a bunch of Chekhov plays into English and and wanted to hear those plays read aloud by actors. So I did those, and that was fun. Um, I I wrote um, a pilot for a TV series, and then I had a bunch of actors get together and read that for me, and and so. There's been some Zoom stuff we could do. Uh, I went to Corvallis. This is weird. The Majestic Theater in Corvallis is doing a musical. They're performing it in an empty theater. They're filming the performance. The actors are all wearing masks and shields. <laughs> and it's it's this weird, like, live-streamed musical performance. It's going to be super weird, and I commend the hell out of them for taking a swing at it. Uh, and that should... I, I think that's going to open in, in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to seeing how they did it. So I went down and helped them stage a fight scene where they couldn't touch each other. So it was fighting without any fighting. Nice. That's always around. fun. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's been stuff like that. That's what I've been doing during the pandemic. And then we're all just twiddling our thumbs waiting for the world to go back. To well, and I'm sure those that kind of thing will open up more opportunities for other theaters to do the same thing. Let's hope, you know, as we all kind of figure out workarounds and, and Band-Aid solutions, there's a lot of sharing and, and trying to find any sort of ideas that work. Yeah. I think we can all agree that the pandemic has taken a negative toll on all of us. But were there any nice surprises that came out of working from home? Things that you didn't well, expect? Yeah, there's there's definitely been some, some nice surprises. I, I think many of us um, have... Uh, come to value and appreciate some family time again. Uh, I've gotten to spend more time with my daughter uh, as she's a junior in high school, which is obviously a time when normally she'd be pulling away from me and, and doing her own thing. Well, she can't. You're one of like four people I can hang out with. I guess we'll spend some time together, dad. But, you know, that's great for me. Um, so that's been cool. Um, uh, on a totally different note, like I have some property that's been overgrown with blackberries and ivy and, and stuff like that. So, uh, I got outside all summer. Usually I do the outdoor Shakespeare at Western, which is one of my most favorite things to do every year is Shakespeare outside in front of rice with all the people in the grass. I mean, it's just a beautiful experience. And we didn't have that this year, but I did get to use that time and get out into my yard and, and really uh, go after some blackberries, which was therapeutic in its own way to take a weed whacker and just, you know, knock the crap out of something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, the other thing, which I sort of uh, talked about before, is uh, I was able to take an online class as a student about writing for television. Um, mm. And it was like a 10-week class once a week, and I wrote uh, a pilot for a TV series. And it was, you know, just a really fun um, experience for me um, uh, and, and a great thing to get to write a little bit that I never would have done, never would have done if it weren't for the pandemic. So there are some, some – there's a silver lining. What was the title of your TV series or pilot? Uh, it, it's called Mac. Nice. It's, 
set in McMinnville, which is also known as Mac, and the protagonist is a is a guy whose whose name is Mac, so it's kind of a double. Nice. Do you plan on ever getting it produced? Maybe. Oh, who knows? <laughs> uh, mostly, it was just a fun thing to write. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised with how it came out. It's it's kind of a fun piece. Nice. So speaking of that, do you believe that theater will ever truly go back to normal? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Theater will, I mean, you know, whatever normal looks like, but I mean, this is not the first time that a pandemic has closed the theaters. It happened in Shakespeare's day. It happened in 1918. Uh, this, we just happened to be one of those generations that were around when it happened again. Uh, and we're down, but we're not out. The, theater will never die. It can't. Um, I had the great, great privilege. I think a lot of people really watched the Hamilton movie on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's fabulous. It's a great flick. But uh, I was very lucky. I got to see that show twice, once on Broadway and once on tour in uh, Portland. And it's so much better. That's true. Well, you get that see, live aspect. You get to be a live audience member. Being in the room where it happens. You know, you write a song about that or something. I mean, come on now. So, uh, you know, we'll never die. It'll never die. It'll it'll just take a long nap. And last but certainly not least, what can we do as students to help out the instructors and administrative staff during these trying times? I'm going to give you the number one thing you can do as students. For the love of all that's holy. Turn on your video feed. Teaching into a void of black screens is soul crushing. It's the dementor of online teaching is when your little video square is black. It's it's just it's it's the worst thing ever. So if if at all possible, turn on your video feed, help us out. Um that's that's number one. I mean, two is and it's a two way street. It's not students to, to faculty. It's it's both ways. Right. We just have to give each other a lot of grace and, and recognize that that what we're doing and how we're doing this is far from ideal for everybody. And we all are going to stumble a little bit. Um, but if, if we give each other a little grace, um, we can we can maximize the experience of, of the online. Thank you so much for your time today, Ted. We really appreciate you, and we look forward to hearing from you later on. You betcha. My pleasure. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Kenzie. In other news, Evelyn Oblasada and Leia Salanga are among the stars of the new film, Yellow Rose. Directed by Diane Paragas and written by Paragas, Annie J. Howell and Selena Cipriaso, Yellow Rose is the story of Rose, an undocumented Filipina teen living in Texas and dreaming of becoming a country music star. Her world is shattered when her mom suddenly gets picked up by Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Rose, facing this new reality, is forced to flee the scene, leaving behind the only life she knows. She embarks on a journey of self-discovery as she searches for a new home in the honky-tonk world of Austin. With Noblesada as Rose, the film also stars Princess Punsalan as her mother Priscilla, Salanga as her estranged aunt Gail, country singer Dale Watson, and Liam Booth and Libby Villari. Sony Pictures and Stage 6 Films released Yellow Rose on October 9th, and it is currently only available in theaters. Also, a reminder about our social media. Our Instagram handle is at Department, 
and our Facebook page is WOU Theater Department. You can also find more information on our website, www.wou.edu slash theater with an R-E dash dance slash. Tune in every Monday for a new episode. Additionally, we will be doing a trivia at the end of each episode. A quote will be said from a published play or musical, and if you can guess what show it's from, you can get a coupon to see an upcoming production here at WOO. Catch you next week! If you can't be famous, be infamous.